It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the studios of 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G., your gracious and humble host, happy to be back with you after a week off. And coming up today on Locked on Thunder, we'll talk about the dangers of keeping Chris Paul in Oklahoma City and some of the other tough decisions that Sam Presti has to make here in the immediate future if he wants to salvage this season and keep this team competitive. We'll also talk about the death threats that both Sam Presti and Billy Donovan have received. And I'll tell you about fan reaction in Oklahoma City and while I'm actually scared or why I'm actually scared about the future of the Thunder in Oklahoma. And then finally, we will wrap things up talking about Russell Westbrook, not only what he meant to Oklahoma City, but there's already talk of retiring his jersey. And I'll tell you why Oklahoma City and the Thunder need to wait just a bit on honoring Russell Westbrook that way. My name's Eric G. I am the co-host of the Pat Jones Show here on 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm also the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven. If you haven't checked that out, do me a favor and, um, hey, hop on to Thunder Maven. Bang on it, whatever you want to call it. It is basketballmaven.io slash thunder. The last time we talked, it was an emergency episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Russell Westbrook had just been traded to the Houston Rockets, and now that is official, which means the Thunder got a bevy of draft picks back. And they have Chris Paul. And at the current moment, they are stuck with Chris Paul because the thought was Oklahoma City was getting CP3 to eventually deal him to the Miami Heat. But since the Miami Heat wants some of their draft picks back and Sam Presti is saying, "Uh uh-uh, which you can't blame him, CP3 is now starting to resign himself to playing in Oklahoma City. And the Thunder are trying to figure out how to make the best out of a very awkward, bad situation. And I hate this. I will tell you straight up, I hate this. Reason being is because Chris Paul and his representatives have made it known that they want no part of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Chris Paul doesn't want to be anywhere near a rebuilding process. And now you're asking him to come do something that he doesn't want to do and be a complete professional about it. And I have no doubt that Chris Paul is going to be professional and that he will do his best to mentor Shea Gilgis-Alexander and many of the other young players Oklahoma City has. And certainly it's in Chris Paul's best interest to be on best behavior and make the Thunder better around him while he's waiting to be shipped off. But let me ask you this, okay? When is the last time you took a job that you knew was going to be temporary? You accepted it knowing that you were going to be there a few months because you were just waiting for something better to come along, or you knew where you were at wasn't your ultimate goal. 
Your ultimate goal was to get someplace else. And believe me, if you've ever been in radio like I have, that always seems to be the goal until ultimately you hit a wall or ultimately you reach that goal. So your performance, your personal performance is more important than overall company performance or in, a, in some ways station performances. And and I'm just being completely honest here. I'm, I am pulling back the curtain probably to my own detriment here, but... All you want to do when you're at that job is do a good enough job so you get a good recommendation and the person hiring you thinks that they're getting somebody who can certainly help them out. And if your company has to do good and that's a byproduct of it, a byproduct of your work, that's great, but that ultimately isn't your main focus. And that's where Chris Paul is right now. Chris Paul's main focus isn't making the Oklahoma City Thunder good. It's not even making the Oklahoma City Thunder a playoff team. His main focus is, okay, let's go in. Let's not cause any waves. Let's do everything that I'm possibly asked, and then let's get the hell out of here when Sam finally buckles and gets a good deal for me. Now, one thing I will say to Chris Paul is that if you get in, if you get restless at all and you think you're going to buck the system and you're going to fight the system, remember, Sam Presti can trade you wherever he wants you. You do good by him, he'll do good by you. Just ask Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Sam Presti has shown that he will take care of his players, so don't put yourself in a bad situation where he doesn't want to do the same for you and he's only worried about the gain for the Oklahoma City Thunder Not the best thing for Chris Paul. Still, it's going to be awkward in that locker room. And think about it. Every time you're Steven Adams or Dennis Schroeder or Andre Robertson, all three of these guys who were rumored to be on the trading block, every time you look at Chris Paul, you're going to be reminded that there's an organization that you're currently in that doesn't want you around. They wanted to ship you off in order to get somebody else. Let that sink in for a second. Think about it. If if you walked into work, every time you walked into work, and we could be traded the way that players could be traded, and I can think of a one one or two radio stations I've worked for that I would have liked to have been traded from. Um, but but think about that for a second. Like every time you walk in, and it's been made painfully obvious in public. That you're not wanted. Th- think about this if, if, you, if it was your wife or your husband. Like, your friends know they don't want anything to do with you, but you're still going home to them. Yeah, you're, you're not going to feel comfortable. You're, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So ultimately, you can go on with their life and they can go on with yours. Um, motivation for me, if I'm Steven Adams, motivation for me, if I'm Dennis Schroeder or Andre Robertson is, is what it's pretty much the same as Chris Paul's. All right, I'll do this. I'll work hard. I'll stay in limbo. I'll try and win, but I don't know how you can enjoy it. I don't know how you can enjoy being part of a process where ultimately, you know, you don't fit in. That's what the Oklahoma City Thunder are going through right now. And and I hear a lot of talk about how the Thunder looks so good on paper and because you still have because you have Chris Paul, um, because you have a guy like Terrence Ferguson who could possibly get better and Danilo Gallinari and Muscala, et cetera, et cetera, that they could legitimately be competitive and get an eight seed. 
But I just see this weird dynamic permeating throughout the Thunder where I don't think it sits up for that kind of success. And let's add to this, okay? Let's go a step farther on this. Billy Donovan is still a lame duck head coach. What is he thinking going into this season, especially if you read the reports on Yahoo from Pat Forty, who says that Billy Donovan has told friends under the right circumstances he would go back to college? Well, if Billy Donovan wants to go back to college, then he needs to be free and clear in the month of March because that's when those jobs open up. Very rarely do they open up late in the summer. Now, I guess theoretically, if the Thunder were out of the playoffs and you wanted Billy Donovan and you were a college program, you could wait till mid-April to pluck Billy Donovan out of the NBA and put him on your staff. But that still doesn't leave you a whole lot of time to go recruiting for that second national signing day. And ultimately, you want ultimately what you want if you're an athletic director is your coach to be put in place not only because of future recruits, but you want your 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 alumni to feel really good about your direction. So this thing is a mess. And if we're being 100% honest with ourselves, it is a complete mess in Oklahoma City right now. The only good thing that has come out of all this, the only good thing about trading Russell Westbrook, okay, there's a couple. One, you've got the draft picks, and I guess theoretically Chris Paul could, could mold SGA. All right, there's that. But the only good thing about this is that the Thunder, in a very weird way, are still relevant in the NBA. And that's the big thing you want if you're Sam Presti. You want to be relevant. You want people talking about you. Even if it's bad publicity, it's still publicity. And not that the Thunder necessarily operate on the Los Angeles Lakers mentality or the Dallas Cowboys mentality, which is... As long as we're in the news, we're in the news. But still, it's better than just being that team that everybody forgets about. There are still people interested in the Thunder, still wanting to see the next move they're going to make. And I'm looking forward to watching some of these young guys grow. But for me to sit here and tell you that I think that they're necessarily going to be competitive like a lot of other people have, I can't do that. I just can't do that. And Danilo Gallinari is a guy that I think sometime after December is going to get traded, so I'm not really exactly excited about having him in Oklahoma City. Might be fun to watch, but I want some things to stick. And we'll talk about the one thing that I got spoiled around about the Thunder is that every year, even though you knew there were minor roster changes, the core was going to look a certain way. Now I have no idea what the core is going to look like, so... The waters are a little murky for me. My name is Eric G. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, we'll talk about the death threats that Sam Presti and Billy Donovan received. And I'm going to do a very different take on the fan that gave these death threats. And I'll tell you a story about me going to Walmart that ha- it all has to do with the Thunder. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We'll even discuss the Thunder starting lineup. We'll get into all that coming up next. Support for Locked on Thunder is coming from Manscaped, the number one men's below-the-belt grooming. That is Manscaped, which offers precision-engineered tools for the old family jewels. If you're like me and you like to keep it nice and tidy below the belt, this is the safest, best way to do it because Manscaped has actually invested in the technology 
So when you are shaving down there, you're not going to nick yourself. The skin's very sensitive. It could get raw. And they don't just, hey, look, don't just take my word for it. Go to manscaped.com right now. Use the promo code Locked On and get yourself a 20% discount for shopping at manscaped.com. And, uh, hey, check out the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing deodorant that you can put down there around that area. Because, let's face it, if you're going to put deodorant on your underarms, you might as well put it on the stinkiest part of your body as well. Also, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you would your nether regions because that's just nasty, bro. Ah, man, you got to check out everything that Manscaped has. It is just absolutely unbelievable. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has the technology to make sure that you can have a safe, nice, comfortable trim and look good in the areas that you want to look good. That's Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping by using the promo code Locked On at Manscaped.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you very much to Manscaped and Postmates for sponsoring this episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Let's continue with a little awkwardness now as we talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder and the possible lineups that they could throw out there. Look, I am a big fan of getting Shea Gilgis Alexander on the floor as much as possible. Dude shoots 47% from the floor. He shoots 37% from beyond the arc. And certainly, he's a guy that you could play it to. It's a better shooter than both Terrence Ferguson and Andre Robertson right now. Certainly a guy that defenses would have to account for. However, if he is my point guard of the future, then I want him playing the one as much as possible. And I guess you could slide Chris Paul into the two. Chris Paul's not a bad shooter. He's a 42% shooter. He's 35% or 36% from beyond the arc. So, yeah, not as good as Shea Gilgis-Alexander, but good enough to kind of give you that give you that shooter's touch if, in fact, that's where you want to play him. The problem with this, or the problem is, is if you start CP3 at the 1 and SGA at the 2, and you're going to limit C, or Chris Paul's minutes so you can get Gilgis-Alexander as many as many touches at the one as you possibly can, do you risk alienating Chris Paul? And that's what it feels like these whole next few weeks are about is how to make Chris Paul happy. Because even if you can't trade him to the team that he wants, you've got to make him happy so he doesn't disrupt your locker room. Again, reasons why I'm not really digging this right now because it all seems like it could be very volatile and go south real quick. And this is why I don't envy Billy Donovan. This is why I don't envy Sam Presti, especially Billy Donovan, because without a contract and without you being extended another year, who's going to listen to you? Which guy on this team feels like they have to listen to Billy Donovan if they know 
he has got one foot out the door. This is just such an awkward, weird situation that I don't possibly understand how Sam Preston can get it all solved here in the next few weeks. But this will certainly uh, this will certainly make it worth watching here in in the next few weeks to see what Sam Presti can do and can he work his magic and keep the Thunder in order. Along those same lines, another reason to feel bad for Sam Presti and Billy Donovan is the death threats they received allegedly from a man in Virginia. They have turned the audio over to the authorities who are taking a listen to it. And this man uh, said, one, um, he was upset about the fact that the Thunder traded Paul George and kept Raymond Felton. Well, it should be noted that Raymond Felton is, in fact, an unrestricted free agent. So Raymond Felton is not with Oklahoma City or at this moment any other team. So he had that going not for him at all. But two, he said that he hoped Russell Westbrook killed everybody in the Thunder's office and he thought he would he actually wanted to come down to Oklahoma City and do some killing himself. And I got to be very careful how I say this because I don't advocate violence at all. Unless you're playing on a football field or unless you're in a UFC octagon, no violence whatsoever. The thing that I will say about this guy is he is a much more passionate fan than the guy I ran into in Walmart the other day. My wife and I are shopping. I'm wearing a Thunder shirt. And he asked me if I'm still a Thunder fan. I said, hell yeah, I'm still a Thunder fan. You? And about five years. And this dude was probably about late 50s, early 60s. And I'm thinking, bro, do you really have five years left to watch the Thunder and not be a fan? I guess in that case, it's all right to jump off the bandwagon. You can go root for somebody else before you die so you can be happy. But the big issue that I'm worried about here in Oklahoma City or in the state of Oklahoma is that you're going to see an apathetic fan base if this team is not competitive this year and people start getting the sense that this rebuilding process is going to take a while. They don't feel the urgency to come to games. They don't feel the urgency to spend money. And normally, I don't tell you how to spend your money. That is your business. You do what you're supposed to do. And I always felt like it's a very give-and-take relationship with sports as far as The team's supposed to put out a product you can be proud of, something you're interested in, and then you give them your money either buying jerseys or buying tickets or whatever. But Oklahoma City, as we've said before, does not have that luxury. And I'm just thinking if that is the way people in Seattle felt when the Thunder were getting ready to make that move, then we're all screwed. We're totally screwed in this if we do not have fans continuing to go to the peak. And Sam Presti, look, even if you're just going to watch Chris Paul or Danilo Gallinari, I don't care what your motivation is, um, but this is why when we talk about the Thunder or Oklahoma City being a college market, the Thunder, in a sense, are a college team because college teams, in order to thrive, need people to come. You need to spend money. That's what you're going to have to do with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Continue to spend money and support this team. And I hope there aren't many guys like I ran into in Walmart. I really hope that there aren't many guys that um, would call Sam Presti and threaten him over this. I mean, look, it's still sports. But I hope the passion and the fire for the Thunder don't die anytime soon. My name is Eric G. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, we'll talk about 
what's going on with Russell Westbrook. When should we retire his jersey? When should the ceremony happen for his statue? We get into all that next. And don't forget that Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery system, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. For a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So download the Postmates app and use the promo code Locked On. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Finishing up on today's episode of Locked on Thunder being brought to you by Manscaped and the good folks at Postmates. I'm Eric G. Russell Westbrook, now a member of the Houston Rockets. He and James Harden, look, let me just say this about this combination. I think these guys will get along fine. Russell Westbrook in his early 30s. James is, what, 29 now. Both of them have won MVPs, and now it's just about winning a championship and you've got guys like Aaron Gordon and Clint Capella on your team. They'll, they'll figure out a way to work this out. I, I don't think there's going to be much of an issue of these guys fighting over the ball, fighting over the, fighting over being the face of the Houston Rockets. And if Russ has learned anything from Paul George over these last couple of years, he needs to give the respect to James Harden that Paul George gave to him, meaning you know it's James Harden's team. He is the future of the franchise. You're the guy being brought in to seal the deal, but you're not necessarily the quote-unquote money. So go in, play nice with James Harden, win a championship for yourself. I, I bear no ill will towards Russ or Paul George or anybody that's left the Thunder at least this go-around. Still hate you, Kevin Durant. Uh, just had to throw that in there. Um, but let's let's talk about really what Russell Westbrook meant to Oklahoma City. Or actually, look, you know what Russell Westbrook meant to Oklahoma City. And I know, and I can't argue with Sam Presti that Russell Westbrook is the most significant player in Thunder history during their short time. But what I will say, the person that had the most effect on Thunder history was Patrick Beverly when he recklessly went after Russell Westbrook in the playoff year 2013, the year after the Thunder had been in the finals. Without Patrick Beverly going after Russell Westbrook, I will go to my grave saying that's the year that the Thunder would have not only gotten back to the playoffs, but they probably, or back to not the back to the playoffs, but back to the championship. I think they probably would have won it that year. And certainly Jones had a big part in the Thunder's history as well, Jones Fracture, um, who prevented Kevin Durant from being at his best maybe the year that the Thunder had it all laying out in front of him. But when it comes to retiring Russell's jersey and giving him a statue and 
all the accolades that are tangible and untangible. Wait, put on the brakes. One, let's let Russ get through the rest of his career, which could be a good long while. Most likely, I'm thinking it's about five, six years, but let Russ get through the rest of his career. Let's see how things go in Houston. And let's make sure that Russ doesn't become public enemy number one along the way. Not that I think he will, but just in case he does something to get on the nerve of Oklahoma City Thunder fans, it, as it's already been proven, it takes us a while to forget, because we never forget, and forgive while that may be in our DNA, we certainly haven't done it for Kevin Durant at this moment. So let's let him get through the next phase of his career. Once that is wrapped up, once it is all set in stone, that's when you have the ceremony. That's when you have not Russell Westbrook Day, but you have Russell Westbrook Week. You unveil the statue. You hang the banner. You retire the jersey. Until then, just shelve zero. Shelve for the moment all the Russell Westbrook bobbleheads and all the memorabilia that you can go buy. There will be a time when you can start pulling that stuff out of storage and start putting it on the pro shop shelves, but you've got to wait. You've got to wait a little bit to do this. It's too fresh right now. And when he retires, I would still wait a couple of years before you do it. This is all about timing. And Russ needs to be on, Russ needs to have a good relationship with the Thunder and the Thunder need to have a good relationship with him. And the fans need to have a good relationship with Russ when you do it. And I've seen it happen time and time again in sports where players and franchises get sideways. I don't think this will ever be the case, but I would say let's proceed with caution. Let's not rush out to do something that ultimately will regret. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thanks for joining us. You should be back on Monday as we start to get settled into everything. Until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.